Hello everyone, this is Scooty and you are listening to Simple Truths. are listening to Simple Truths um, with Scooty. So this is going to be kind of like a break off from my radio show Sippin' with Scooty where I focus on hip-hop and music and its role in the black community whereas this is more of a personal podcast where I just talk about the things that I would write about on my advice column called Simple Truths or um, yeah so this is more of my personal dialogues and kind of a way for me to learn how to do a podcast or a radio show with myself and kind of getting this chance to practice running a show with just myself because there are a numerous amount of times where I'm sure that's going to happen with my radio show. So I want to be able to get in as much practice as I can. I know that the reality is that most people probably will never hear this podcast. Um... If I do decide to put it online, which I feel like is encouraged in today's day and age, if you have content of yourself, why would you, you know, um, like keep that content away from um, making you successful? Um, And that's a whole nother conversation that I want to have soon, too, about what is success and defining success um, in society, in yourself, in your community, in your household. Because I think that that is a a crux of a lot of the personal dilemmas that I face. Um, So I really want to talk about that. And I know that me and my friends face a lot of the same, you know, life crisis, crises of a 20-year-old in college. Um, So I feel like we have a lot of similar experiences. At least I noticed that from my you know, personal interactions and personal conversations with them. So it leads me to believe that if me and my four other friends can have these same situations happen to us, I'm sure there are a plethora of other young people and really just, I mean, human beings at all that can relate to a lot of the things that I want to talk about um, in this. Uh, I don't even know if I can call it a podcast. So I've gotten in so many discussions about what makes something a podcast in a radio station. I think a podcast is something that's pre-recorded. So this is a podcast, but we'll figure that out as we go. <laughs> Hi, my name is Star Celestin, and you're on with whatever the name of this show would be. Um, So today I am by myself, um, so I wanted to see what sort of topic I would be able to talk about, and then I found myself back at the topic that I seem to always write about and, I guess, talk about in my real life, which is love. Um, I'm almost getting sick of hearing the word, honestly, uh, because I feel like it's been such an avid part of my life, whereas for some other people, I'm sure it probably... Oh, you know what? I like to convince myself that everybody has to deal with love in their life, and that's always an aspect of it. Um, and everybody has their own story when it comes to that. And honestly, you know what? I'm going to stick by that. I do not think that I'm the only one. <clears throat> well, I mean, I know. That would be almost ludicrous for me to think that I'm the only one dealing with love life issues. But so I guess a little background about myself before I delve into asking questions or, I don't know, what posing questions to you guys. Um, so I'm 20 years old, about to be 21 in a few weeks, actually. Um, actually, I think a month. But 
I am 20 years old and I feel like I have talked about love or dealt with love every single day of my life, mainly because ever since I was a little girl, um, ever as long as I can remember actually, I've been so, I don't want to say obsessed with the idea of love, but I've just desired it. I've always wanted love and I honestly could not tell you where that comes from. Some people will say Disney movies and, but you know what, I really was never really big on princesses. I don't think so, but I guess you don't have much control over your subconscious mind as a kid, so who knows what I could have taken in. But I've always wanted a boyfriend. I always wanted, you know, somebody, honestly, I just wanted somebody to have a crush on me when I was younger. Um, and I went to private school, and I say this to the, to the day, I would love to put my future children in private school, but I am going to be extremely picky about where I put them because I think private school is so, it's so hard on a black girl. It's so hard on a young black girl because in that environment, you are really, at least in my experience and the experiences of my friends that I've talked to about this, is you are really not a top choice and that's really painful, you know? The white boys want the white girls. The black boys want the white girls. The Latino boys want the white girls. Literally everybody wants the white girls. And honestly, I had a hard time even building friendships with other black people because it almost felt like we were in a competition with each other. Um, but we were young. We were young. And you know what? No, I'm not going to chalk it up to we were young because I'm pretty sure if I went to school now, it would be the same dang thing. Um, so all that to say, yeah, growing up, I really just wanted somebody to have a crush on me because I was never the one that the boys were looking at. I wasn't even, I mean, I guess I could chalk myself up to like one of the homeboys, but like, I'm not even. Um, so yeah, when I was younger, I always wanted someone to have a crush on me. I always, I like, that was my 11-11 wish, like, if there was a shooting star that month or that year, that's what I was wishing on. Like, I wish that a boy would like me. That's really what, and I don't know why I'm doing that baby voice because I was, I mean, I'm probably still like that. I'm still like that, honestly. But it all started with that and I would cry. I was so sensitive. I'm still very sensitive, but before I was like a crybaby. And into middle school and high school, I was just extremely sensitive, especially because this was something that I really, really wanted. Like, I really wanted it. Um, and in high school, it kind of just, in high school and middle school, it was almost like a fantasy want. Like, wouldn't it be great if? Like, it wasn't even realistic. And I think I really brought that into my adulthood because even now, when I meet potential guys, even if, like, even if they're great, I refuse to let myself believe that it's possible or that, like, I don't know. And I, I'm pretty sure the day that I find my soulmate or my husband, I'm still going to be doubtful. And I hate that that's a part of me, but, I mean, it's been it's been there for so long that, I mean, it just seems so unrealistic to have someone like me because I've wanted it for 20 years and I've really have not gotten, like, a pure attention. Like, attention that's not just because of my body, not just because they want to have sex with me, not just because they think I'm attractive. Just, like, a pure, genuine liking. I've only gotten that one or two times, and 
they both crumbled and it turned into being a facade. But even then I was doubtful of it. Um, and I feel like I'm, I'm going off all over the place, but, um, in middle school and high school, it was kind of just like a fairy tale. It wasn't really like, I wasn't talking to any guys and they were turning out to be jerks. Like I wasn't even talking to guys. So the idea of a guy talking to me, let alone liking me was literally like a fairy tale was, it was a myth almost. Um, so in high school, I really was only getting attention from guys for my body and the same goes in college. Um, but yeah, so love has always been like an avid part of my life. And to this day, it is still something that I crave and that's really my end goal. And I hate to be so cliche and say that that's what I, that's my goal in life, but it really is. Like I want to be, I want to have a big family. I want to be the grandma. Like I want to (laughs) be the one that whenever she calls and says, we're doing this, everybody shows up. I want to have a lot of kids. I want to have like a big family. Um, so I mean, love, I I hope, I mean, I need love to be a part of that. So I guess that's probably why it's something that I want so badly. But now I'm going to turn the question to, I'm going to turn this long statement into a question, which is based off of whenever I come to people with my love issues, um, and I'm a very vocal person about my life. So the negative end of that is that it seems like every week it's somebody else because it's like, oh my gosh, guys, I'm talking to this new guy. Actually, no, he turned out to be an ass. Oh, no, 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 guys, I'm talking to this new So because I'm so open with my life, with my friends, it seems like there's always some new character coming into my life. But whenever I tell people these stories and I tell people about these situations where they all end with the guy turning out to be a douche, to say the least. Sometimes not a douche, but really just playing games. Um, And whenever I tell people these stories, the first thing they always love to say is, well, why are you talking to these guys? Or you're just talking to the worst guys, or you need to talk to better guys. And that really, and I'm going to use this phrase and I'm so excited I get to use it. That really grinds my gears because honestly, I, I just don't, I mean, I guess, I guess because I've seen myself use that same phrase with people, but like, I don't really, I mean, I guess I have control over who I talk to, but these guys are putting up a front from the jump. So it's not my fault that I got duped, especially when I consider myself someone who is so paranoid and doubtful. I'm already expecting the worst, which is probably why it doesn't hurt so much when it happens because I'm expecting it. And that's a whole nother conversation of putting that negativity out into the air, but we're not going to get into that today. But people are always just like, I don't know, it feels like they're turning on me and saying like, oh, well, it's your fault because you're talking to these ain't shit guys. And that always gets on my nerves because I'm, it makes me turn on myself more than I've already been turning on myself. Um, and really questioning like, okay, star, like, where are you finding these guys? Or what do you need to do now? And I guess that's a good mindset to be in. But I really don't think that it's a valid statement. I really don't think that that's a valid point. Um, And I would love to hear from you guys and hear what you guys think about it and see if 
if you guys have experienced that or you, I don't know, if you have any answers for me on that because I really have only just recently started to become irritated with that because I'm realizing how often people say it to me. Um, I meet most of, and this is probably because I am a lazy bone, um, I meet most of the guys I talk to online, which I... I don't see any problem with Tinder and Bumble, especially it's 2018. People are online dating. I mean, I know you guys are out there seeing those Match and eHarmony commercials, so you cannot be out here fooling. But Tinder, I recognize as literally just a hookup app. Like, I... I'm, but you know what? The, well, yeah. <laughs> well yeah, never mind. Um, I, I do recognize it as a hookup app, and I think, honestly, Bumble is too. But the thing is, is that... I like to tell myself the same way that I'm pretty sure all the girls that they're matching up with may be um, looking for that, looking for just hookups. I'm not. And so because it's possible that I am on there looking for something different than what the other girls are looking for, I feel like it's just as possible for there to be guys on there that are looking for something. I'm not on there looking for something serious, but I'm looking for something with meaning, you know? And so the fact that I'm on there while there are hundreds of other girls that are not looking for something meaningful, yet I am, it's likely that there are men on there who are looking for something meaningful while all the other ones that you've talked to are looking for just a hookup. Um, so I... Again, I'm not going... I think anybody who goes on to Tinder looking for a relationship is just going to be surely disappointed. Actually, no. Because my best... Well, no. She wasn't looking for a relationship. But my best friend, I'm the maid of honor in her wedding, she met her boyfriend on Tinder. Her fiancé on Tinder. Um, And the last guy that I was talking to, which I thought was going to be very serious, um, he... I met him on Tinder. Um, So I feel like... I don't understand why people have an issue with these dating apps because they're really just a meeting spot because, well, I don't like people to see me, so it usually takes me, like, one or two weeks if I really am, like, not sure how I feel about you to let you see me. If I really like you, I'm going to be, like, we're going to automatically be planning when we want to hang out. But I remember I met one kid on Tinder, and we realized we had a class together, and right after class, we just met, and then we stopped using Tinder. So I feel like it's really just this meeting ground. It's as if we went to, like, speed dating or something. I don't know. But, um, yeah, I, I guess, and people love to say, well, where do you meet these guys from? And I say, oh, like, Tinder or Bumble, and they're like, oh, well, that's why. And I don't think that that is a justification enough for you to be an ass because the conversation and that's my problem with I hate to bash all men but my problem with the men that I've spoken to is they the guys my age they really don't like communication they really don't even understand communication half the time and the issue is not that I should go on this app and know that these people are only looking for that. Sure, you should have that on your mind. And sure, you should know, like, okay, this app is known, is notorious for just being a hookup app. But at the same time, I should be able to sit down and have a conversation and say, well, what are you looking for? And honestly, that's how I weed out most of them because they love to ask that first too because they know what they want. And they'll hit me up like, oh, well, what are you looking for? And I'm like, I'm honestly just on here because I'm bored. So whatever you're looking for, let me know now. And they let me know and I slide away or I slide into them DMs a little more. But... 
all of that to say, <laughs> I get off on my tangents very quickly, but all of that to say, yeah, I'm meeting these guys here and I don't think that that's justification enough or should have been a warning enough for them to turn out as piss poor as they turned out. Um, so whenever people are telling me like, well, it's because of you, it's because if you're dating these, I, it's almost as if I have a red light on my forehead that is saying F boys come over here because it seems like those are the only ones that are flocking to me. And for somebody that wants love and somebody that wants a relationship and wants something serious, and granted, there have been a lot of times in the past where I let a lot of things slide that I should not have let slide. I'm not going to deny that. But at the same time, as somebody who is so avid about wanting love and knowing that that's the end goal, I refuse to think that I am the fault of having these guys come I mean yes I shouldn't entertain them and I don't that's why I drop them so I don't know I guess I entertain them up until the discovery moment but who wherever wherever y'all who are out here in these beautiful relationships with these seemingly perfect men because I really don't think any I mean no, I mean, nobody's perfect. If I'm not perfect, he's not perfect. None of these men's out here is perfect. And none of you women out here are perfect either. But with these seemingly perfect men, how about y'all let me know where you're finding them? Because, I look, I go to clubs. I don't like clubs. And I guess since I don't like clubs, I really don't want to talk to somebody that I met at a club because then they're going to be a club person. And I don't know. I don't really like bars because they tend to be, like, older men and older I've tried to talk to older men I really have and only on one occasion did not go that that it went really well but that's because I left the country the next day but yeah older men are too enthralled by how young I am in comparison to them and that's just really not the move so I really don't and I just, I don't like bars either. I really don't like alcohol <laughs> that much. So I am not a big bar person. So where else am I supposed to meet them? If I really, I'm a homebody. So if I love to stay inside my house, I got a little dating pool on my phone and I feel like that works great. So I guess after all that hullabaloo, all that nonsense that I was speaking, um, again, my question to you guys is, one, what do you think about that phraseology of, well, where are you finding these guys? You're the ones that are picking these guys. And where are you guys meeting your guys if you guys agree with that statement? And if you don't, like, let me know. Let me know I'm not the only crazy person out here that really does not like that statement. So actually, I really enjoyed doing these uh, talk sessions, sitting with Scooty. That's what I'm going to call it, even though I'm sitting with myself. Um, I really enjoy this and it helps me to get my thoughts out and I've always been a very talkative person and I really love, <clears throat> I, because I'm in my head so much, I really do love to talk out loud really just to get the reassurance that I am not a loony and my ideas and my thoughts um, make sense and that they're relatable. Um, I think my goal, one of my goals in life is to be I guess some people want to be unique, but I kind of want to be relatable and unique uh, because what's being so unique that you're not relatable? You wouldn't have any friends. <laughs> but anyways, all that to say, thank you guys for sitting down with me. I had a great talk and talk to you soon. Bye. Signing out. Star.
Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Simple Truths, a Sippin' with Scooty production.